I'm just I'm just going to turn the power on on the lead because it's dropping like a stone or like a rich man. <laughs> like a rich man. Yeah, Anna. like a rich man. <laughs> The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching. This is the podcast to help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen to empower your children. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is... Hi, I'm Helen. I teach Year 1 and 2. Hi, I'm Rob. I teach in a small village school in Buckinghamshire, and I teach in Key Stage 2. And today we are exploring learning outcomes in geography with a folktale from China. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for Big Man Drum. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you're an epic educator, as of 30th of September 2022, you'll also get the story as a paperback gloriously illustrated by Winnie the Witch's very own Corky Paul. Don't worry if you missed that, though, as you can order the book from any bookshop, including Amazon. And epic educators can access the ebook and full audiobook through the Epic Tales app. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Helen, Rob, Nichin, and the gorillas, who, for all intents and purposes, are going to be in China. Every single source for this story that I found has had it set in China, even though gorillas haven't been in China for ages and ages and ages. So I'm very interested to know where you folks are uh, finding the geography in this tale. Helen, do you want to um, bring out the geography for ages four to seven? Yes. So although this story is based in China, I thought maybe look at modern gorillas Mm -hmm. where they live because they're generally in central African countries, I believe. Yeah. Dotted around Africa. Yeah. Tropical forests in rainforests there. So I thought it'd be a really lovely opportunity to look at rainforests as a habitat and look at where they are. Mm. You could zone in on, on one country or you could just zone in on rainforest as a whole, as a location, and spend some time on that, really. Mapping them out, of course. Always mapping them out, looking at their features. Look at the layers of the rainforest. Mm-hmm. What creatures live there, what it's like there, what the temperature's like, what the climate's like. Um, linking back to science, how the gorillas are adapted well to live there. And I would always, always use some beautiful footage from YouTube <laughs> of gorillas in their natural habitat. Because it's so different from where our learners were in, in the UK, where we live. So always a good opportunity to compare where your school is and the environment around your school and the geographical features with a very contrasting place and perhaps why gorillas wouldn't be suited why we couldn't have a pet gorilla in the school field why they wouldn't be suited to that (laughs) however much you might want one after doing all of your science studies however much yes absolutely (laughs) oh you definitely want one (laughs) yeah that's kind of a geography topic as long or short as you want around rainforests for this topic because gorillas gorillas live there would you have a go at changing the setting of the story so that it it is an african folktale or change it so that it's more like an african folktale yeah you absolutely could would that be Um, a geography thing or english thing um i suppose it depends what angle you're taking from it Mm. so if you're if you're comparing the features or the like, like geographical features of so you could look at china then you could look at the geographical features of china 
versus an African country, mm-hmm. compare them and then maybe write a setting for, this is more year two, I would have thought, write a setting description for where these gorillas are, for where Nightingale is, for the Chinese version of the story and an, one in an African country. Yeah. I'm guessing it's going to be more for ages seven to 11 though, Rob, to start talking about things like the factors that might have driven gorillas out from the Asian forests and, and into the African ones, is it? Yeah. I guess you would start looking at the, the factors, uh, as you can probably hear. Sarah has just come home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, an animal field story this yeah. one. <laughs> um, I was thinking more about the rice. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Part of the Key Stage 2 curriculum is looking at where food comes from and how it gets to us. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. So have a look at different paddy fields. There are lots of paddy fields in China, so we're fine with that. And then what route does it take? How does it get from the paddy field to our school canteen? Mm. Part of the geography curriculum as well is comparing the contrasting locations. So you could do that with a cereal staple that grows in the country where you are. Mm. What different routes do they take? What do, or do they use similar kinds of transport? Yeah, You could, I guess, start thinking about air miles as well. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to bring in a bit of PSHE to your geography as well. Is it sustainable to which might be the best staple to use in our diets? Yeah. 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 Something I've I've done, I, I don't know if I've talked about it on a podcast before, but it's quite a nice literacy link. I've done the diary of a in my case I was doing banana. So how bananas get from Kenya, as we were studying at the time, mm. to the UK. And I've also, have I done the diary of a cocoa bean as well? I think yes, I might have yes. Done. When we were looking yeah. at the distant fire story from Ethiopia. You have a very good memory. <laughs> <laughs> For stories, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's maybe something good, a, a link you can make with your literacy lessons is is the diary of, of rice, <laughs> the diary mm. of, of a grain of rice, where it starts, what it's like, its, it's journey yeah. to the UK or which, whichever country you are in and how it gets to a plate and then is unfortunately eaten. Yeah. Or fortunately, depending on which side of the plate you are, I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, if you're writing as a grain of rice, it's probably unfortunate. Probably, yes. <laughs> but I think uh, the exploration of air miles in that is a good conservation mm. link back to uh, the topic that I was talking about with, you know, why gorillas are no longer yeah. in the Asian area. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the fact that we have this story is evidence that gorillas used to live in that area. Mm. And they clearly did make an impact on the people who lived there because they entered their folklore. And from everything that Helen's been saying about them, it's easy to see why. And, and obviously, <laughs> you can look at other forms of evidence that there are now that gorillas were in the region, things like fossils and so on. But they're not there now. I think it's like tigers as well, isn't it? There used to be tigers in Africa, and now there aren't. There yeah. used to be tigers in certain parts of China, and and now there aren't. So yeah, there used you can to be look at in Taiwan. Yes, yeah, there used to be tigers in Taiwan. Yeah, uh, um, and there was a flood, and there only one survived. Is that right? It got on a table along with the oh, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> See, I was thinking. Well, I have written a story about um, tigers in Taiwan. I don't know. <laughs> Couldn't quite see where you were going with that one. But yes, again, that is another story that is sort of evidence for the fact Mm. that there were once tigers there. Um, I mean, we have stories about wolves all over Europe and stories about wolves from our country, the UK, and yet we don't see that many wolves Mm. here now. So you can use stories 
as a link into how, yeah, the world is changing, the geography of our world is changing, and maybe the impact that we've had on that. I think um, gorillas, at one time, they were very, very endangered. Mm. I don't know how endangered they are now, but I assume they're still on the endangered list, which is a, a really important topic to talk to children about, isn't it, in terms of endangered species and habitat destruction. Yes, and, yeah. and that links back to the rainforest as a habitat and the importance of looking after it. Mm. That's all we have time for in this episode, folks. If you'd like to talk to us about anything you've heard in this podcast, or if there's a subject you are soon to teach that you'd like us to cover, you can find us on social media using at Teach Happily, or leave us a review using your favorite podcast app. Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can learn in a way that's effective, memorable and enjoyable all at the same time. Tomorrow, Nightchin and the Gorillas will help us make some art. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! And we hope to hear your story soon! soon.